Welcome back to Head to Head Competitive Trivia, the show where we find out if you are more intelligent than a fake professor. And now, your host, Coach Steve Corning. Yes, Randy, that was that was the most energetic introduction I've ever had. That was amazing. Uh, I feel like I have to top myself every week now. Because <laughs> now I'm judging you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I am judging you a little bit. That was that was definitely top Fair four. Enough. That was top four out of the, uh, what is oh, this, episode seven? I was hoping for top two, but... Um, well, top right. top two could be in the top four, if you think it's about true. it. It's true, it's yeah, true. I know, I know. Um, now, I noticed you had to do a retake there. It might be not in the edit, but uh, our guest today... <laughs> does live radio so uh he will not sympathize with us whatsoever <laughs> but uh randy uh i think we should do a new segment it's called uh what did you have for dinner and did you burn it so uh what's what's the uh, answer i did not burn it i'll start with that and i had sloppy joes very nice sloppy joes it was All delicious right. i have enough for tomorrow's lunch oh man that's you're living that good bachelor life man yeah, you just it's what i do <laughs> I'm impressed. Uh, That's pretty much all I do is <laughs> live my bachelor life. <laughs> Sloppy Joes and podcasting. Mm, rock and roll. <laughs> Living that life. Uh, I had uh, what? Did, I had a banana and peanut butter sandwich, so I did not burn it. I, the, the, oh, well. It, it was uh, difficult for me proud. to remember what I ate for dinner. Is that is that bad? Should I see a doctor? Only if it lasts for more than four hours. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Randy. Well, uh... <laughs> I think it's uh, I think it's time we get to our competitors tonight. Very excited to have Probably both these people idea. on the show. Good to see you as always, Randy. Randy will be here, uh, making sure I do my job correctly, and uh, and he plays an important role in tonight's show. But first of all, let me introduce tonight's contestants in the left corner, representing the Balderdash Academy faculty. It's Balderdash Academy's head of English language arts. Molly McGill. All the arts of the English language. Yes. Huzzah! How many arts are there in the English language? I've been meaning to ask you this for a while. Oh, uh, well, you know, it's it's not a tonal uh, uh, language as like Thai. So uh -huh. the word art really stands for just the meaning of art. Wow, that was deep. Thank you. Randy, did you have yeah. a quick question over there? No. For no, no, you're just holding no. up your finger for fun. I was I was pulling up the number one. There's just one one art <laughs> in the language one. arts. So uh, defense against the dark arts that does not fall under your overseeing stuff, Molly. Is that true? Well, I I'm, I mean I don't want to say no, oh. uh, but I can't say yes. Okay. Would you consider English to be the dark art? Because <laughs> let me just say I would. I wouldn't say it's dark. I'd say maybe a little muddy at times. Mm -hmm, a lot macabre. of gray area. Yeah. Uh, not so much. I wouldn't say it's a full pigment. <laughs> That's totally fair. Now, Molly, this is your second time on the show. I believe you're the first faculty member to be on the show twice. Sure was. Uh, how does that make you feel? Sure am. Uh, I feel um, honored. <laughs> Humbled mm -hmm. and incredibly moved to be here tonight. <laughs> and uh, before the show, I saw you hyping yourself up. You're looking pretty competitive over there. Yeah, uh, I was you... housing some uh, pork fried rice. <laughs> okay, did you burn it? Uh, heck no. Nice no job. Over here. Did you and order by... it? I did not. My, my darling <laughs> husband made it, and it's oh. bomb.com. But you guys, I might just, you know, we might need to get uh, Professor of Health and Wellness, Marie Stewart Harmon, in here to talk to you guys, maybe give you some recipes for your dinners. <laughs> oh, you mean peanut butter and banana sandwiches aren't good enough for dinner? And Sloppy Joes. I mean, just, just want to widen your range. 
<laughs> well, I'm very excited to find I out what. I feel so judged. <laughs> I do too, way. Andy, but I, I deserve it. Let's be honest. Uh, I'm very excited to find out what our, our next guest had for dinner. But before we get there, uh, <laughs> Molly, I, I want to know, are you more excited to potentially beat our guest today or to beat your previous score? kind of want to get uh, in your psyche. Wow. I didn't even think about that. I know, the right? latter there. But yes, mm-hmm. all of the above. But primarily just to beat today's guest. Okay. Ooh. That makes sense. Because and- I, I have a special place in my heart for him. Aww. And especially for winning. <laughs> <laughs> I figured. Uh, your previous score, uh, I believe Randy knows for sure, but I think it's five. Okay. Where's uh, that for me on the leaderboard? That's near the bottom. Yeah. What the? Uh, well, it's because I was the first and Randy yeah, was kind it, it of a was. dick. The game may have been Out harder six, at the beginning. You're number five. Okay. Let's go. With five. <laughs> so it's beatable. That's the important thing, Molly. Thank you so much for being on the show, Molly. Excited to, to see more of you tonight. But let's get to our very special guest. Very excited to have him. And tonight, in the right corner, representing the visitors, is the founder of Main Event Comedy and morning DJ and host of The Breakfast Club on WIGY in Auburn, Maine. He was also a finalist on the Funniest Comic on the East Coast Contest at Mohegan Sun in Connecticut, a semi-finalist at the World Series of Comedy in Sarasota, Florida, and a recent selection for the Boston, Cleveland, and North Carolina Comedy Festivals. Please welcome the very funny Mark Turcott. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This is very exciting. Got to admit, for- I'm a little terrified of Molly right now. <laughs> uh, you should be, uh, Mark. You should she's, be. She's very competitive. She was shadow boxing earlier. <laughs> yeah. She's throwing me some bad looks. <laughs> Um, it's talking about dark arts and just wants to beat me into oblivion today. So I'm a little terrified. I just got to tell you, just sitting here waiting for the edible to kick in. Uh, <laughs> now, <laughs> as someone who uh, gets to compete against Molly all the time on our, our Balderdash Academy, the show, uh, you should be afraid because uh, she, yeah. nothing is held back with Molly when she's competing yeah. against you. So it doesn't matter if you're her best friend or, or anything like that. Nothing matters to Molly when you're in a competition. So I'm, so, I'm sorry, Mark. Uh, yeah, you're, well, you're in for a if, rough night. If I'd have known this earlier, it would have given me time to back out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you didn't back out, Mark, because I'm, I'm happy to have you on the show. Now, one of the anecdotes I remember you telling me at one point was that you once facilitated a marriage pr- proposal uh, during yeah. a show in Biddeford, Maine, I think it was. Yeah. Um, tell me about that, because it seems like such a wacky cir- circumstance. So there was there was a couple in the front row, and I, I talk about married life a lot in my stand-up. Mm-hmm. And I, I go through the room, you know, who's married, raise your hands or whatever, and I'll talk to the married people. And then there was a couple in the front row that was not married, and I was asking them why. And uh, I was <laughs> and, and the the female in the relationship was also asking why. Uh-huh. So <laughs> I <laughs> She was oh. on my side, 100%. So I asked, uh, I, I asked the man, I, I said, do you love her? And uh, he hesitated and then what? said, yeah, yeah, he, he, yeah, it's better for him. <laughs> so he hesitated and eventually said yes. And I said, uh, do you think you're going to marry her someday? And he hesitated again and said yes. And I said, well, you know, life's really short. What about now? What you know? Uh, why don't Pressure. you just pop the question here and now? Let's do this. Let's make history. And he thought about it, got down on a knee, 
and proposed to her. She said yes. And that was five years ago. And they're still married. Wow. Are you sure? I am sure. Yeah. They got a good counselor. Nice. That's amazing. And honestly, the, the lesson that we all learned is if you are, uh, you have a boyfriend or girlfriend that's dragging their feet, just bring them to a Mark Turcotte show. That's all, that's all you need to do. Yeah. yeah. He will, dries I, feet. I'll hook you up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. And uh, yeah, Bitterford of, of all places, that makes total sense. Yeah. That's uh, where true love is found. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> that's my problem. Yes, Randy. You, you don't live quite close enough to Bitterford. Yeah. It's not the Sloppy Joes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your problems aren't the Sloppy Joes. It's not living in Bitterford. That's what it comes down to. I've never heard those words put together in order before. <laughs> and now you'll never forget them. Uh, well, Mark, you you are the founder of Main Event Comedy, and you guys, uh, all throughout the state, you've been doing uh, awesome sellout comedy shows. And right now you're doing a series at uh, Craft Brew Underground in Auburn, Maine. I used to um, produce shows throughout the state back when that was legal. You know, to travel throughout Maine and, and right. uh, uh, bring groups together. Uh, but now, ever since December, uh, I've been focusing on Craft Brew Underground. We figured out a way to make it work in the back room where we, we separate everybody. You know, everyone's six feet apart and uh, having a good time. And, and it's a separate room away from the main pub. So everybody's safe and having a good time. And we've been doing shows there since mid-December. And uh, thankfully, they've all sold out up until now. So we'll see. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I just happened to be in Craft Brew Underground the other night, and I, there was a suspicious amount of laughter coming from the back. And I was like, what yeah. is going on? you got to keep in mind, like, I haven't been to a show other than my own shows, which have been very rare in a long time. So it's like weird to hear like mass laughter. And I was like, what is going on back there? <laughs> I quickly put it together. <laughs> you were back there. So it was great to see you. And, I, and I'm glad the show went well. Like everyone coming out was saying great things. So that's yeah. really awesome. And it's so it's needed a, right now, the, the laughter yeah. and the comedy and all that. And what um, a fantastic venue too. I don't it, know if you, you yeah. frequent CBU, but yes. I mean, over... 200 choices of craft beer and, and wine and cider. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah, uh, yeah it, you can go in there and have something totally different. You can go there 200 times and get a different yeah. beer. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the math. Like I had a German import the other day. I forget what, what it was. <laughs> I totally forget the name, but it was just like, yeah, do you want this beer from Germany? Here you go. Yeah. It's, it's You have it. Okay, <laughs> lovely. It's amazing. All right, so... Uh, let's see. So every Saturday night, Mark, you just said, so people can get tickets. Where's the best place to go and, and get tickets? Uh, Maineventcomedy.com. You can find everything you need right there. All the lineups are there. All, there's a link to the tickets and that's pretty much all you need. But it's, it's a different lineup every week. I usually host the shows, but it's a, it's a, it's a three comedian show and there are different comics every week. So it's always, awesome. always new and fresh and exciting. Excellent. Yeah, I'm looking forward to coming to one. Um, now, your your other gig, you work as a as a DJ at WIGY. I do. How yeah. long have you been doing that? Uh, I've been a DJ off and on since 2004, and I can't tell you how proud mom and dad are that their son <laughs> grew up to be a DJ and a stand up comic talking about his. Can we swear on this? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're... <laughs> Very proud. <laughs> uh, c- coming from a juggler, Mark, I know exactly how you feel. Yeah, uh, making your parents proud. I just want to know how many discs you jockey in a day. Ooh, uh, seven. That's seven discs. That's my record. <laughs> no more, no less. No less. World record right there. Yeah, I'm getting old, so I got to cut back. Overachiever. 
it, it, Mark is the best, by the way, the best DJ. I was on the show recently actually promoting this show, coincidentally, yeah. and uh, I, he was playing something. And I was like, do you do you mind playing like Depeche Mode or something? He's like, sure. Yeah, he pulls up pers- personal Jesus. I got my own <laughs> request on the air. It was so great. <laughs> the, the best it's the DJ. only Depeche Mode song that I knew. <laughs> but it, it's my favorite, so it's all good. But the only problem was it didn't have the extended like one and a half minute outro. So I was a little bit upset about that, but it's okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm glad you stuck it out and uh, stayed for the rest of the interview. I, I almost failed. <laughs> it really did. Uh, awesome, Mark. Well, uh, before we move on to the games, where's the best uh, best place for people to find out more about you? Uh, Maineventcomedy.com or uh, my personal site is markturcott.com. Excellent. And thanks again for coming on the show. And sure. uh, good luck against Molly. Thank you. I, I feel I've already lost. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I'm a pussycat. And I don't know any movie names. So it's yeah, you'll fine. be fine in round three, Mark. You'll round be totally three is not my... That, that's where I go wrong. All right. Well, let's get to the games tonight. <laughs> our competitors will face off head-to-head in three rounds of weird and unusual trivia to see who can correctly answer more questions. That basically just sums up what trivia is. I didn't even need to say that. (laughs) Our our guest, Mark, will also be competing to see if he can land on top of the head-to-head guest leaderboard. Randy, who is currently on top of the head-to-head leaderboard? Uh, Elisa Rosenthal has held the lead for quite a few uh, episodes now uh, with 13 points. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's so that's your score to beat right there, Mark. That's impressive. What's Molly's record? (laughs) Molly's record is is not great. Randy, I think you said five, right? Five points. She's actually tied for fifth place. So wow, even better. That was (laughs) the first. It was the first show. It was the first ever show. Do I get like a, you know, a handicap or something? I golf. Was I like too mean on that show? Because Shane Micklon only had three points. Molly only had five. I wonder if my questions yeah, you guys were, were you guys were tough. A little too it tough. Was... All right. So I may have eased up a little bit on the head to head. So I'll have to get Shane back on see, see if he can redeem himself as well. Yes. All right. So our Rematch. contestants will also have at their exposed exposure. No <laughs> disposal. <laughs> Please, please don't expose yourself. Uh, at their disposal, one lifeline in today's show. Anytime they get a question wrong, you are able to use the Convince Randy lifeline. All you need to do is convince Randy why your answer is better or funnier than the correct answer, and he can award you two beautiful tally marks. You can justify your answer however you want. Get creative. Uh, there are also three secret words at play tonight. If you happen to say any of these three random words that Randy and I selected before the show, then you will be immediately rewarded three beautiful tally marks. First come, first serve, of course. Randy, please tell our listeners what tonight's secret words are. Today's secret words are daydream, segue, and boomstick. Thank you, Randy. Uh, all right. Molly. I didn't catch Mark. those. You didn't yeah. catch those. He no. said that so quietly. He's he's uh, mastered we do the it art. In post, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> See, Mark doesn't know what doing things in post is because he does live radio, <laughs> <laughs> which is way harder than what we do. We can say whatever we want, and Alan fixes your version it for of us. post is not putting the interview on the internet after. <laughs> right. That's pretty much it. That's, right? Yeah, it's like uh, Steve Courtney came out and cussed way too much. We're gonna not put that on SoundCloud. <laughs> Whoops, deleted that file by mistake. <laughs> Whoopsie. All right, Molly and Mark, uh, are you both ready to play head to head? Yeah, let's yes, bring sir. it. Let's do it. Let's please give each other a nice high five. I want to see a good, clean fight tonight, especially Yay. from you, Molly. I'm watching you. Without further ado, let's get the what? match 
underway. Round one. This is a this or that round. In honor of our guest, Mark, who is a morning radio DJ and a lover of dogs, we are going to play a game featuring songs about dogs. I'll give you the title and two band or singer options, and all you need to do is tell me which band or singer performed that song. We'll alternate questions and start with question one for Mark. Question one. This is from 1966. The title is, I'm going to buy me a dog. Is that A, Neil Diamond, or B, The Monkees? That is A, Neil Diamond. Mark's going with A, confidently, Neil Diamond. Yeah. And I love your confidence, but you're actually incorrect. That was, of course, yeah. I'm confidently wrong. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Honestly, it's very relatable. I'm trying, I'm trying to intimidate Molly. <laughs> <laughs> it's working. Is it? No, it isn't. She said that sympathetically. Oh, it's working, Mark. You're doing great. It's working. You have zero points. I'm so you guys are typecasting me here, right. and I don't appreciate it. <laughs> All right, question two for Molly McGill. This is from 1969. Very nice. I want to be your dog. Was that A, the Stooges, or B, the Doors? I want to be your dog. I know. By the Doors? I don't know a song of the Doors called I Want to Be Your Dog, but maybe <laughs> Do I don't you know, know the a song by the Stooges well called I Want to Be Your Dog? Um, The three? Um, I'm going to go with the Stooges. You're going with the Stooges? Yeah. Okay, Molly's going with the Stooges. I want to be your dog. That is, of course, correct. Good. And Mark knew that, too. I could tell by the way he was... I love the Stooges, shaking man. His head. I would have got that one. <laughs> <laughs> ah, interesting. All right, all right. So Molly is on the board with the correct answer for question two. Question three goes to Mark from 1966. I guess the 60s were... Yeah, a big time Apparently. for dog songs. Iggy, Iggy Pop was on the Stooges, Steve. I wouldn't expect a Depeche Mode fan to know that. Ah, <laughs> I see. Ah, nicely done. Your title is Dirty Old Egg Sucking Dog. <laughs> is that A, Johnny Cash, or B, Bob Dylan? Ooh. That is A, Johnny Cash. He's going with A, Johnny Cash for Dirty Old Egg Sucking Dog. You are correct, Mark, of course. Yes. That's a that's an insult you don't hear enough these days. Go <laughs> you, suck an egg, you dirty old egg <laughs> sucking dog. <laughs> uh, excellent question four. Back to Molly from nineteen seventy one. The title is "Me and You and a Dog Named Boo." Is that A. Peter Paul and Mary or B. Lobo? Oh, what the heck's Lobo? Um, I know the song. Uh, I don't know who Lobo is, man. Peter, Paul, and Mary. Gosh darn it. I don't know. Go. Hey. She's going with A, Peter, Paul, and Mary. I wish there was a song by Peter, Paul, and Mary called Me, You, and a Dog Named Boo. It would be awesome, but it's actually by Lobo. That's a one-hit wonder. I don't think Lobo is a one-hit wonder. Oh, Mark is agreeing. Mark is a DJ. I thought it was Rob Zombie. Oh. You're allowed to add your own answer if you want. I mean, it's guaranteed to be wrong, but you're allowed to oh, add okay. it. All right. Excellent. All right. Well, that is the end of round one. Randy, what's the score? Uh, the score after round one is one to one. <gasps> nice. All right. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to be right back with more Head to Head. This is Bob LeBlanc, Headmaster of Balderdash Academy. 
If you like competitive comedy and funny people, check out the Balderdash Academy podcast. Or you can meet the characters of Balderdash County in Balderdash Academy's Teacher's Lounge, our improvised sketch comedy show. Balderdash Academy and Balderdash Academy Teacher's Lounge can be found on your favorite podcast networks. Hey, this is Bob. When I'm not being the headmaster at Balderdash Academy, I run Sleuth's Mystery Entertainment. At Sleuth's Mystery, we offer something different from your typical mystery experience. Our mysteries are crafted around the game and the experience as a whole. We blend characters, comedy, atmosphere, and a puzzle of a mystery for you to solve. Every show is unique, and every ending is different. At Sleuth's Mystery Entertainment, you can see the show, play the game, and solve the mystery. If you're in New England, contact us at sleuthsmystery.com for a killer time. Welcome back to Head to Head, and where we left off, uh, Molly had one point, Mark had one point, so we're going into round two. This is, of course, Trivial Commute. Uh, round two is a journey through four categories of multiple choice trivia. Each correct answer is worth two points. The first person to buzz in will have a chance to answer the question. If they are incorrect, the second player will have a chance to steal. Question one. The category is Literary Genius. Mark Twain rarely held back his criticism for other authors, but the one he loathed the most was this British author, of which he remarked, it seems a great pity they allowed blank to die a natural death. Was it A, Mary Shelley, B, Sir Walter Scott, C, Jane Austen, or D, Lewis Carroll? Mark. Sir Walter Scott. He's going with B, Sir Walter Scott. But Mark Twain was on record throwing some shade at Sir Walter Scott, but he did not say it was a shame that he died a natural death. Good good idea, though. Right. Uh, Molly, do you want to steal? Uh, I'm going to go with the other he of the choices, which would be Lewis Carroll. Molly's going with Lewis Carroll. That is incorrect as well, Molly. I'm he so sorry. He. The correct answer was C, Jane Austen. <laughs> Hmm. of which he said every time i read pride and prejudice i want to dig her up and hit her over the skull with her own shin bone <laughs> go suck an egg <laughs> <laughs> what do you call it on a rap album where you, you throw shade at another rapper a diss track it, it was yeah. mark twain the original like doing the original diss tracks yeah, Could be. literary diss track. <laughs> it's impressive. I did not know this about Mark Twain before doing the research for this show, and now I don't know what to think about it, but it's hilarious either way. You have right. a whole new respect for him. <laughs> I do, yes. I think everyone who had to read Pride and Prejudice in high school feels the same way. All right, question two. This is Bizarre Laws. In the state of Texas, it is illegal to possess more than six of these. Wow. Is it A? Mobility scooters. B. Flamingos. C. Flags from other countries. Or D. Dildos. Molly. <laughs> uh, D is really tempting, but I think I'm going to go with mobility scooters. Molly's going with A, mobility scooters. <laughs> it's a who's good lie. It makes total who's sense. Who's going to but... check your side? 
table next to your bed. Can you imagine owning six mobility scooters? (laughs) There's no good reason to, but that is not a law that I'm aware of in Texas, Molly. I'm so sorry. Mark, do you want to steal? I do. I would like to say flamingos. Mark's going with B, flamingos, which would be another great law, which would make total sense, but it's also incorrect, Mark. I'm so sorry. Oh, man. Now, don't forget, either one of you, welcome to use your convinced Randy if you think I think That's it's a, a trick battery. question. I think it's flamingos on mobility scooters. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Waving flags from other countries. I agree with Mark. Yeah. I do I do believe that it's flamingos on mobility scooters. It is a double doozy because down there, everyone knows that you need mobility scooters to get around. Yes. I mean, there's a lot of good home cooking down there in Texas. Yeah. And the one thing that always stays sober and knows how to drive are flamingos. Right, Mark? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Wait, Molly, I mean, are you pitching this right now to Randy? <laughs> you work, yeah, this we're going like both. We're tag teaming. We're tag teaming. I'm not sure how to answer this. And they've only got the one good leg so that, you know, they're hammering on the gas. That's right. Nobody's going to catch them. That's why it's illegal. They can't yeah. catch those flamingos. Oh, it's, okay. So we got, if, we got a two-way convince Randy going on right now. Yeah. And if you have too many mobility scooters driven by flamingos, you got traffic jams all over the place. And who's going to get to the, you know, Wawa? No, that's in Pennsylvania. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Texas Roadhouse. How are they going to get to Texas Roadhouse? <laughs> Randy, this is unconventional. We've never seen a, a tag team convince Randy before. So I'm curious how you're going to tackle this. Who's going to convince Jerry Jones to keep Dak Prescott? <laughs> I just need to know, are you both officially using your convince Randy right now? Um, I'm not. Okay. No, <laughs> this is out. a new thing. <laughs> I've, I've been... I would like to say that Molly is. Okay. Yeah, Molly, it's too, I think Molly's committed too far to this. I, 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 I thought we were in this together, Mark, but apparently All right. I am mistaken. Like, I want back in. <laughs> am Does I Jane Austen to your Mark Twain? <laughs> you both get points for convincing me. Whoa, yes! whoa. <laughs> two points each. almost bail, Mark. All right. I yeah, know. Mark, you almost it's lost out on two beautiful tally marks. It's strategy, Molly. Strategy. All okay. right. The Got correct it. answer was of course dildos no it was not it is yeah that's <laughs> who's real... going and check your bedside table hopefully no one who where's the dildo police <laughs> what kind of training do they have are they like this is a vibrator this is a dildo this is a suction cup one like right, right. right. if it vibrates it's still a dildo that's the i've never thought that molly but that's i don't yeah. what they're training i, mean, yeah. I don't I mean, know don't, they're so subjective they're so subjective you know? Can you cross the border into Texas with six dildos? I wouldn't try it. I believe that's SACE. <laughs> I believe if I read the law correctly, and all of these are, you know, they're written in legalese, so I really have to dig through them. But uh, I believe you're not allowed to promote the use of six dildos as well yeah. as owning yeah. six dildos. So you can't say to your neighbor, you should own six dildos. That is also against the law. So there you go. I think, I think a van crossing into Texas with six dildos has already been done when uh, Joe Rogan moved his podcast there with all the buddies. <laughs> oh, my God. Very nice, Mark. All right, let's move on to question three of round two. This is Sporting Chance. This country has competed in 21 Summer Olympics and five Winter Olympics and holds the current record for most appearances without a single gold medal. Is it A, the Philippines, B, Lebanon, C, Iceland, or D, Moldova? Mm. 
they hosted the Olympics. Is that what you said? Uh, no, they've uh, competed in 21 Summer Olympics and uh. five Winter Olympics and have never gotten a single gold medal. Okay, because I was like, I don't remember the Lebanon Olympics happening. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll go. Giddy up. I'm going to go with, uh, you know, and this is nothing on this wonderful country because they are all beautiful, wonderful people. But uh, maybe, uh-huh. I don't know. I'm never really, maybe, maybe let's go with Moldova. I like maybe let's word. go with Moldova. Those are famous last words from Molly McGill. That is incorrect. Mark, yep. do you want to steal? <laughs> Can I get the answers again, please? Yep. The Philippines, Lebanon, Iceland, and you could also answer Moldova if you'd like. Uh (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm thinking about it. (laughs) We're in this together, aren't we? We are. Thick as thieves, baby. (laughs) Molly's going to go, we're in this together until the end when she crushes. Uh, (laughs) You already jumped ship on me. I'm going to go with uh, Lebanon. He's going with B, Lebanon. That is incorrect. The correct answer is the Philippines. Wow. Guys, you gotta you gotta brush up on your, your sports trivia. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Un- <laughs> unacceptable. <laughs> All right. We're so disappointing. <laughs> You're the sports guy, Mark. I I really I, I actually I had to I, I had I to know. dig deep to not do something that you would get. You know, that's the I, thing I try to do kinda, when we have sports. It's kind of non sports so. though. It's yeah. a non sports trivia. Is, because some would say they the didn't ultimate really... sports, so do anything. All right. Anyway, question four. This is extremely specific movie trivia. <laughs> and this next topic came at the risk of having my web search history reported to the U.S. government. So just keep that in mind. <laughs> Dildos. Six. Well, that's too. <laughs> Bill Paxton, James Cameron, and many others from the cast and crew of the Titanic were inadvertently put into a drug-induced state after, being, uh, after an unidentified person spiked craft services on set and created this unusual dish. Was it A, weed brownie sundaes? B, veggie lover's pizza with hallucinogenic mushrooms? C, chocolate cupcakes with ecstasy? Or D, seafood chowder laced with PCP? Mark. I'm going with the veggie lover's pizza with the mushrooms. I wish it were true. That is incorrect. Because oh, that would be sneaky, right? Just like that would be sneaky. <laughs> so in the future, if you ever need to spike craft services, uh, you're trying to get revenge on uh, another comedian in a, f- a film or something. Mark, there you go. <laughs> you know, I heard about this. Okay, and I can't remember which freaking one it is. Okay, um, interesting. Now, keep in mind, I had to Google search all of these things to be like. Can you use that in food? <laughs> so here I am Googling various drugs and, and food combinations. And um, yeah, so that's why I'm worried about the U.S. government coming to my home. What happened to them? They had they just went into a drug and do something or other? Yes. Yeah. A bunch of people uh, had to be taken to the hospital. Um, people started, yeah, having real issues okay. from, from being drugged. I'm going to go seafood chowder laced with PCP. Okay. She's going with seafood chowder laced with PCP. Molly... You are correct. That yes. is exactly what it was. And apparently it was so good. People were like going back for seconds and thirds, like according to people they interviewed afterwards, because uh, it was apparently amazing. And that's why people got so sick. It was because they like ingested a ton of PCP, apparently. Um, <laughs> and actually, my favorite quote that I found in researching this was actor Louis Abernathy. He said he was describing James Cameron. Uh, he said one eye was completely red like the Terminator eye, a pupil, no iris, beat red. The other eye looked like he had been sniffing glue since he was four. There you go. 
It's an incredible oh, quote. God. <laughs> All right. So that's the end of round two. Randy, what's the score? The score at the end of round two is uh, Mark has three points and Molly has five points. So Ooh. Molly has tied her score from her first appearance. Tied with okay. myself. And I'm guessing nobody has said a secret word, right? I have not heard one. I didn't hear one either. So we're going right into round three. This is Lost in Translations. Mm -hmm. In our third and final round, I will give our contestants the real title of a popular movie as it appeared in a foreign country, translated literally back into English. All you need to do is tell me the original title of the film as it appeared in the United States. For instance, if I said Action Skyscraper from Norway, the correct answer would be Die Hard. The, per the first person to buzz in gets the first shot at three points. If they're incorrect, the second player gets a chance to steal. Question one. This is from Germany. The title is A Twin Seldom Comes Alone. Molly. <laughs> parent Trap. Molly's going with the Parent Trap. <laughs> Molly, how confident are you in that answer? Based on that giggle, I'm not sure. Um, how confident am I ever naming movie titles? <laughs> You're not normally confident, but you got that out so quick and so correct. Oh my god, amazed. shut up! I am amazed, Molly that McGill. That is the first one I ever got right in here and Boulder Dash Academy, I yes, believe. Yes, Molly, I'm so proud yes. of you, honestly. This is a yes. great moment for no, all of Molly's us. Molly's not competitive at all. <laughs> I, I, I think she I think she just broke a blood vessel in her forehead. <laughs> <laughs> Very good job, Molly. Question two. Wow. This film is the title in Brazil. A mind-blowing night. The demon's death. Whoa. Uh. Mark. All dogs go to heaven. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds so good to badly. me. <laughs> there is a scene set in hell, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember right. Yeah, it's pretty traumatic. Um, so that would actually kind of make sense. N sorry, Mark. I wish that were real because that would be incredible. You are incorrect. I'm so sorry. Molly, do you want to try and steal a mind-blowing um, night, the demon's death? Yeah, of course I would. Uh, okay. With the great answer of... What's that movie? <laughs> Here we go. Keanu Reeves. And With the Keanu. guy and the lawyer and there's like the devil. God. Oh, Bill and Ted? Yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> Mark, don't help the competition. Uh, okay, I don't know. It begins with a C. Constantinople? C. No, that's not it. Constantine? Oh, con okay. That is a movie, Molly, with yes. Keanu Reeves in it. Nice. So to work it out. See. Yeah. Uh, that's not right. Uh, the correct answer was The Evil Dead. A mind-blowing night. The demon's okay. death. Evil dead, demon's death. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of sneaky. All right, question three. This is from Spain. The title is The Knights of the Square Table and Their Mad Followers. Wow. Knights of the Square Table. This is... Randy, I think you'll agree this is a really good title for this movie. Yeah, it is. Knights of the Round Square Molly. Monty Python and the Holy Grail? Molly. You've done it again. How do you what? do this? How did you come on this show, never getting a movie question right ever on this show or Balderdash Academy, and you've Holy gotten two out of three? Holy smokes. Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Very nicely done. 
And I like how they describe the zaniness of it by putting in the context of <laughs> King Arthur with the round table, but calling it square. That's like really genius yes. for, uh, for a translated title. All right. Mark, Molly's yeah. running away with this game, but so, you still have, still have time. Uh, I, I be, I've just become a huge fan of Molly's, and I just want her to break the all-time record. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We can and do she, it together. Let's could, hold hands. Yeah. <laughs> so question four. This is the final question of the game. Randy, what's the score going into the final question? The score going into the final question is three for Mark and 11 for Molly. Wow. This is a crime scene is what it is. <laughs> hey, at least you're not going to lose to Shane Micklon. Mark, so you got that going You're just going to tie him. <laughs> he might get this right, Randy. He might get this one oh, right. Oh, right, right, right. Randy has such faith in me. <laughs> I know. Final question of the game. The title from Chile is Baby, the Crime Apprentice. Mark. The best little whorehouse in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> you giddy up. If, if Mark was competing for most laughs per answer, he would definitely be winning. <laughs> that in All Dogs Go to Heaven is just brilliant. Mark, you have tied with a Shane McLean. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Randy. <laughs> use your use your convincer. Use your convincer. Use he your convincer. He technically already burned it. <laughs> Mark, I did. I burned it. I burned it on the flamingos and the motor scooters. <laughs> it was fun, though. It's great memories. All right, Molly. Let's see if you can go three out of four. Baby boss, the Crime Apprentice baby. from Chile. Boss Baby. Boss Baby. It's She's Boss Baby. Boss Baby. Oh, that is not correct, God, Molly. Son of a gun. I was rooting for you. It is actually Baby Driver. Not even a movie. Never yeah, heard of it. It is a movie. <laughs> Poor Molly. It's a Who great movie, a baby Molly. Drive? You should watch that. Probably a motorized scooter in Texas. That's what he's driving. I like how they went through all the effort Edgar Wright of naming a movie after a Paul Simon song. He wrote, I swear he wrote an entire movie just to name it after a Paul Simon song. Anyway, that is the game. Randy, what is the final score at the end of Head to Head? Yeah, I wonder. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on pins and needles over here, Randy. (laughs) Please open the magic envelope. (laughs) (laughs) If he doesn't stop talking, you can't give the final score, Randy. That's a good strategy. I like that. The score is the same as it was before the last question. (laughs) Three for Mark and 11 for Molly. Beautiful. Thank you, Randy. Randy, on your way out of here, is there anything you want to say or plug? Sloppy Joes. Yeah, Sloppy Joes. Mm -hmm. Love them. Am I right? Hashtag am I right? Am I right? Molly McGill, great job. You, uh, let's see, where did Molly land on the scoreboard? Uh, Molly is now in third place on the scoreboard. Or on the faculty scoreboard, I should say. On the faculty scoreboard, yes. Third place. Nice job, Molly. Very good showing. Right behind me. Oh, (laughs) you had to put that in there. Molly, on your way out, is there anything you want to say or plug on your way out of here? Make sure to listen to Bell Dash Academy and Teacher's Lounge on your favorite podcast. Yes, thank you, Molly. Now I don't even have to say it. And Mark Turcott, our special guest, thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, emphasis on the word special. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Mark. Uh, If you guys have a chance to see Mark live doing comedy, he is amazing. Very, very funny guy. Uh, Mark, on your way out of here, tell us a little bit more about where people can find you and get tickets for upcoming shows. Uh, Main event comedy. We put on shows every Saturday at Craft Brew Underground in Auburn. It's always a good time. Come out and see us. And I want to congratulate Molly on uh, just a a thrashing, a complete and utter dominating performance. (laughs) Yeah, it was a dominating performance indeed. Yeah. Uh, thank you again, Mark. It was great to see you. Great to have you on the show. 
And uh, on my way out of here, again, I just want to plug Balderdash Academy. And so go check us out and check out Mark's stuff as well. And as I always say, a twin seldom comes alone. I've been saying it for years. Stay safe. We'll see you all again next time on Head to Head. Thanks, Mark. (laughs) (laughs) Do you like 80s television? Of course you do. Do you like helicopters? Of course you do. Do you like men serenading eagles by the waterfront while playing cello? Yes. Yes, you do. If you'd like to hear more about helicopters and cellos, please be sure and tune in to Champa and Klein the Airwolf Years every week on your favorite podcast service. Join hosts Greg and Dave as they discuss every single episode of the classic 1980s television series Airwolf. Be sure and subscribe today. We All Have a Story is a podcast dedicated to learning more about the folks around us, one person at a time. We'll chat with accountants, bus drivers, entertainers, novelists, beekeepers, piano tuners, booksellers, artists, and more. Check out We All Have a Story using your favorite podcast app or service. Balderdash Academy's Head to Head with Coach Steve features Steve Corning and Randy Hunt. Music by Thinkfish Tank, produced by Steve Corning and Bob LeBlanc. Mixing and editing by Bob LeBlanc. Copyright 2021, Steve Corning and Robert J. LeBlanc, all rights reserved. Go Dashers!